This is your host, Sam Jarocki from J-Rock Lawn Care and Gardening. Speaking about all things lawn care, garden related and business wise, whether you do this at home for a bit of fun or if you're trying to break into the business, sit tight and enjoy the podcast. This episode is brought to you by Total Lawn. Total Lawn provides scientifically engineered lawn care products to homeowners, hobbyists and lawn care professionals. Their range of fertilisers and biostimulants will keep your lawn looking lush, green and moss-free all year round. I use Total Lawn products for my customers and on my own lawn, and I think you should too. The team at Total Lawn put quality above anything else when they're producing their lawn feeds. They use ingredients that are rarely if ever used by their competitors to give you the best lawn possible. Try Total Lawn today at totallawn.co.uk and use code Care at the checkout to receive 10% off your whole order. Total Lawn are so confident in their products that you can use them on your lawn and if you're not happy with the results, you can get in touch with them up to 90 days later for a full refund. Go to totallawn.co.uk and transform your lawn. Hello everyone and welcome back into our first episode of 2022 where I am bringing you J-Rock's Lawn Care and Gardening podcast. For those that are new listeners that haven't been listening in from when we began last year, this podcast is everything, as you heard from the intro, from sort of lawn care at a gardening level up towards doing it for a job as a business alongside gardening. So here we go. This episode is number 32 and it is titled Start Your Year Right. What's pretty fitting considering, you know, new year, new me, all that sort of stuff that people tend to go by and really push out sort of, you know, going into a new year, what do I want to change? What do I want to do going forward? You know what I mean? And everyone tries to sort of analyze almost the last year of the life and what they want to do differently. So here's some things in regards to sort of lawn care, whether it's at your garden level, you know, at your own home, or whether it's within your business, you know, at whatever level that might be. This is just some things to think about and kind of what, you know, I'm putting in place at the moment, trying to prepare myself. So welcome. Honestly, I wish everyone who's also starting up this year the very best in staying healthy, happy, injury-free and the will to work hard. May the community be there to help you if and whenever needed. Now, I say this because over, you know, the last maybe three weeks or so since we kind of took the foot off the gas with the podcasts just to take a little break, we have had a lot of people sort of come through since then and actually messaged me on Instagram saying that, They've been listening to the content or to uh, the videos on YouTube and they're now deciding that this is their year to sort of go for it or at least start part-time. As we spoke about in previous episodes, just putting that, you know, that first step forward and just getting the, you know, the ball rolling with it. So this might be some things to think about if you are new into it. And also if you've done it for plenty of years and you're, you're thinking about a change or you're very much stuck in a routine, these are some things that you can almost be focusing on to sort of analyze whether you should be doing anything different and if you can improve in any way possible. So I hope you're off to a good start already in 2022. I know it's sort of winter. I know we're in January, but there is so much you can be doing either out there in the garden, on the lawns, or whether it's inside planning and, you know, just being prepared. So I want to talk a bit about that. But before we do, one thing I want to talk about is how my year of 2022 has started and it actually happened the week just gone. 
and we talk about silver linings and like blessings in disguise, that sort of thing. And lately what's happened with myself is we had a bit of a plumbing issue within the house and I had to get in touch with the plumber. Now, as soon as anything like this, anything goes wrong with the house, it's just money, isn't it? Let's face it, you've got to get in touch with someone, they need to come out, they need to fit you in, you know, they need to sort the problem and then there's always a nice bill at the end that sort of sets you back. Now, I knew this straight away, but I knew the problem needed sorted. I tried for about eight hours over the space of two days to sort the problem myself, but I am no plumber and there's only so much you can um, do with the tools that you have. So the silver lining in this, although this job set me back £200 okay, to get it sorted and fixed, well, I'm not going to go into too much about the blessing in disguise was the fact that I had to get in touch with so many companies prior to to this final company coming out to be able to get sorted. And what that done is, you know, the past, you know, two seasons now, nearly three, I've been stuck in this routine of I'm the person that people get in touch with. Brilliant, you know what I mean? You do then get fixed in this mindset of doing what you do best. You get into a routine of, you know, the way you handle phone calls, the way you handle customers. And for the first time in what feels like, you know, months, years, it the, the rules were switched and I was that person trying to find people on Google, trying to find people on Facebook, you know, asking for recommendations for people to come out. And it put me in the, the passenger seat a little bit of trying to work out, you know, what I wanted from that company that was offering a service. And this is a silver lining. I learned more through that little process than what you know, I probably could have done from any video about how to handle yourself to customers because as soon as you're the person that people are fobbing off your calls, they're not returning your calls, um, how they talk to you on the phone, I'm just going to give a couple of examples with no names. I got in touch with one company, he answered, I said, hello, do you do emergency call-outs? And he says, well, that depends on how much I've had to drink that night and today I've had a lot to drink. And I was like, right, no worries, thanks, see you later. But I thought, how unprofessional is that? Funny, don't get me wrong, like I hold note against them. But in my opinion, it's not a very professional way to handle yourself. Other one of that, what was possibly the worst one, is that on the Thursday night when I found this issue and I tried to get in touch with someone, they promised me that they would be back in touch that night and that they could possibly help me the morning after. No return phone call that Friday morning. So I got in touch again, he says, oh, I'm really busy, but we're going to try and um, get an engine, a plumber out here very soon. Uh, just, I need to get back to the office and I need to say what engineers I have, you know, what plumbers I have available. Right, no worry. Nothing come back. So I got in touch with them later. I just thought, you might be just really busy. I'll just ring around. So I got in touch with several other companies. No luck at all. Saturday morning, I then got back in touch with them and he goes, really sorry, still really busy. I'll give you a ring back in 10 minutes. This was at about half 11, 12 o'clock in the afternoon. Um, five o'clock came, nothing. And I just thought, and these are a reputable company. They do a lot of commercial contracts. They do a lot of domestic calls out. This is just going off what I've seen on the websites. So these are a five-star company on Google, you know what I mean? And although I'm not going to hopefully need a plumber again, uh, just looking at all that, everything reassured me of how good they could be for you, you know, to suit my needs for what I needed as a customer and yet to just fob me off for so long when you know you need help it just you know it opens your eyes to like that's pretty like 
crap of you, you know what I mean? It really like made me stand back. So a couple of things I learned from it is no matter how busy you are, if you're picking up that phone call, you're answering that unknown number, you still need to hold yourself professional as ever, whether you're in the middle of uh, some some bushes trying to clear them, whether you're on top of a ladder trying to sort out a hedge, whether you're you know driving and you're trying to answer the phone hands-free and you're trying to focus on the road, whatever it might be, and you're busy, if you're accepting to answer that phone call, you need to handle yourself in the correct sort of manner. And secondly, if someone rings rings you and it's that unknown number and they want to take on your services and you're absolutely manic, overflowing with work and you you know you don't have the time in the day to sort anything out, the customer definitely 110% prefers to hear, sorry, unfortunately I'm really busy at this time, I'm not going to be able to fit in this work for you until at least you know May, whatever it might be. Um, they'd rather that than you just sort of string them along. So, you know, I really felt that from this one and I, it made me realize, you know, just because it's not your emergency, it is mine, right? So if you can't help me, I prefer you just to tell me that. And, you know, I just think it's actually pretty good to have the tables turned on you every now and again and you just to have this little eye opener on what's going on. Anyway, in the end, after ringing 14 companies in my local area, I finally got sorted from a guy that works and lives an hour and a half away. So I had to pay over the odds for this bloke to come out, hence a 200 quid fee um, from a sort us out. But, you know, he was brilliant from the very first phone call to him coming to the job, completing it. He was just, he was spot on. So, you know, massive thanks to him. But, yeah, I hope yours is going a bit better. But it's just something to think about. Sometimes when you think things aren't going that well for you or something, you know, constantly happens, happening or going wrong, there might be a lesson to take away from it. And in this case, it's happened at the start of the season and this one was mine. But going forward, here we are on this podcast, starting the year off right. And I want to talk to you about this in sort of three main stages. And like I say, this is both for the homeowners out there, hopefully you can relate on the lawn care stuff, and also for those that are in the business as well and plan up all their own jobs and push out their own services. Number one, right? is planning. So this kind of comes into context because we're in the off season, as people call it, quote unquote, and it is a fantastic time where you might not be working, you know, eight to 10 hours a day because of the lack of light or wherever it might be. But other stuff you can be doing when you're back in the house, when you're in the light of your own room, and you can still sit down and plan out certain things. So it could be things like, what are you doing this year? It might be a change of treatment routines for your garden, for your lawns. It might be a change in landscaping. You know, from the way you've been looking out, you might go, right, I don't actually like that fence being there anymore. It's blocking all the light on my lawn and it's starting to kill areas off or it's not growing the same. It could be a rebrand of your business or a push in marketing for your key demographic. It could be all these different things. Now, currently, what I'm working on with the planning sort of stage is on the home loan, my main one that's coming up probably first is killing off the loan. So my planning routine on this is it's I'm basically sat here and I think of my garden, my green space, what do I want to change and how can I improve it from what I've learned from the year previous. Now, I've mentioned it before, fog grass. That on my lawn is causing me an absolute nightmare. 
It might be poor annual that you've got infested in the whole area. It could just be the fact that you don't want to go through a gradual process of making your lawns better or, you know, the way your borders have been, you want to shape them into, you know, curves or you want to make a bigger area for decking to go in so you can sit and enjoy your lawn a bit more or your garden in general. It could be all these different things and just being able to sit back and see it over this last year. I'm just at a point where I'm like, right, I need to just kill this off and just get it prepped the way I want it and then grow the grass through for the species that I want. I'm kind of beating around the bush with this a little bit because it's going to be made into a YouTube video at some point and I'll release all the information then. But alongside with this is the landscape and like I say, if you want to put in that deck in, all the curved borders, these are things that you can be doing and you can be planning for that, even if it's not the weather to do it right now. On a business sense, one thing that I lost last year or one client I lost last year was a bloke that was selling his house. So I've been looking after this house, uh, this garden for about two years now. And yeah, his house finally went through, got sold. It was a terrific property to have because it was a brilliant size and it was one that they no longer lived in. So it meant that that was always my early property. I could go there very early and not cause too much of a disruption. Now that this has happened, the plan that I'm sort of sitting down and now I've got a good bit of time free with it over that time slot is what do I want my next property to be? You know, I can sit down and go, right, of all the properties I've currently got that I look after, which ones do I enjoy the most? Which ones are the most beneficial? Whether that be through profit margins or for its location. You know, I'm looking at all these different things now and I'm trying to choose what works for me. You know, not, not for someone else that's ringing me or, you know, whatever it might be. I'm sitting down and looking at the overall business plan and going, what kind of properties do I want to take on? What sort of... Where can it put me in the best possible place for 2022 to not only, you know, grow, but to be able to document my type of work. So with this, I've already had roughly three people get in touch. Yeah, th the third person got in touch yesterday. So three people's came through already asking for extra works and I've not put out any advertising whatsoever yet. Bearing in mind, as you know, this is only a part-time business for me. So for three people to come through so early, it has definitely sort of given me options that I can look at and I can I can start make decisions, you know, if I, if I decide to go forward right now. Upon this as well, you've also got, um, with that mess of property, what else am I thinking of? So not just the factors that I've just talked about, but do I want to start going on to bigger areas, for example, bigger grass cuttings, so, you know, more acreages, you know, will the, the ROI, the return on investment be better for, you know, a lawnmower, you know, right on lawnmower if I decide to go that route? Or would it be to get my treatments organized for uh, pushing out to clients? So one thing that I'm looking at doing this year as well for the lawn care side of things is setting up certain treatment plans. I'm not going to push them out just yet, but it's definitely sitting down and going, right, from the best of my knowledge, what sort of packages fit together the best that I can add out that, yes, I may bring in some, some new clients, but also I can offer out to my existing clients and be able to improve that quality of service that I currently do. So there's plenty of things that you can be doing during this time where, you know, if you're sitting there and you haven't got much on outside the house, you can definitely still be sat back and planning things and putting things in place that you want to implement. And that comes from every sort of level. If you sat here and you're thinking, right, my garden wasn't great last year, I've just started lawn care around my household, um, in my own property, then what can I do differently? What are my other options? 
And now is the time where you can be researching it and getting really fammed up with the idea of getting better with loan care, understanding what you need to see from your loan to be able to make relevant changes where you can really start making improvements. It doesn't always have to be practical decisions. Okay, it can also be the theory-based stuff and literally just putting pen to paper. So the second stage that we have here is preparation. So now that we've planned everything out and we know what we want to do, I'm just preparing for it. So whether that's researching and learning, you know, going on courses, just looking through YouTube, reading books, community groups, that type of thing, work experience with the local teams, you know, just getting in touch with someone and saying, I'm really interested in taking on uh, fencing jobs. Is there any way that you need a laborer for, you know, two weeks that would be able to help out? It might be kitting out the van, buying tools, creating flyers for your new marketing strategy, whatever that might be, even a loan care calendar so that you know every single month what you're doing with your loan so you can improve it month on month on month and try and be better this year than you were last year. Now, what I'm currently doing along these sort of lines is, as some of you may know that follow me on Instagram, I've now bought a new van, so it's still a Ford Transit Custom but it is just a newer version. And because of that, I have now had to sort of redo the layout of the van. Some things are roughly the same, some things I've moved. And that's just, again, from learning from last year when I kicked out the first van, what I've been able to learn from that and what might work a little bit better. So these are key times for it. You'll always see these videos go at start of the year, sort of just before spring, of people doing the vans and sort of changing things around. And I, I love them personally. I love seeing people's care. I love seeing how people work uh, work their layouts out. And I think it kind of just shows everyone does something slightly different depending on you know how they run their business and therefore need different tools more accessible. Past that, I have also been looking at a page a day. So for anyone that would know me on a personal level, I am not a massive book reader as much as I would love to be. Uh, I really struggle to sit down and read through a whole book. And I think it's just my attention span. I just, you know, I'd rather watch a movie on it, you know. But my plan is at some point I'm going to try and do a page a day. And what this incurs is I've basically got that many gardening books on, you know, a mixture of horticulture and lawn care that I've just meaning to get, I've been meaning to get around and read for ages now that I just haven't been it, just gather the motivation to start. So one thing I've kind of came across is just doing a page a day, what is exactly as it sounds, just reading one page a day and trying to take in, you know, that main bit of information on that page and then just doing another page next day. And before you know it, you know, in a couple of months you've read a book and depending on the book, obviously, um, you might want to do a bit more than that if you're a bit more capable or you might want to do less than that. It's totally down to you, but it's just something that I want to bring in so that I'm I'm sometimes very aware of the fact of that I'm not always learning. Sometimes I get caught up in the moment and I just think I know it all when, you know, we're all learning and we can all be learning for more years to come. And it keeps us fresh, it keeps us competent, and it's just something that I really want to pull forward in this year. The other one that passed out is the long care calendar. Those things that I've done last year that I've really taken on, and I think for those that are, are really into the loans, for example, that want to improve year on year, get better and better. And even if it's not just for yourself, but on your clients' loans, taking a note of this, you might notice, right, well, when I put the feed down in April, um, we had a massive snow shower, therefore it never gave me the same results that I wanted straight away. 
I'll put it off until two weeks, so I'll make sure that I look at the long-range forecast this year before I start my renovations, before I start looking at doing this. Just little reminders in there of what you're going to be doing month on month, come at autumn, make sure leaves are off the lawn, whatever it might be, to ensure that whatever you learned from last year, what worked and what never, you then implement this year. So one thing that I've noticed already, although I'm killing off the lawn, it has never looked this good at this time of the year. And that's through the treatments that I put down in August and what I've also been doing throughout winter, as well as I'm sure the winter feed that I'm going to put on now in about a week's time, I'm sure is going to then make it pop even more. And we're talking January here. Although, let's just hit the elephant in the room for a bit on this. How mild has it been in the UK, by the way? Uh, going off previous years, it actually came up with my memories a couple of days ago. And it was snowing. I think I was out collecting logs with my son from a local uh, firewood place. And yeah, there was snow everywhere. It was bitterly cold. I remember it like yesterday. And I think it, yesterday it was something like 9 or 11 degrees. And I just thought... Really, is this the same type uh, time of the month as what it was, you know, exactly 12 months ago? Because it's just changing. I think this is what we're going to reoccurrently see. We're going to see milder winters and then the snow, the lot, you know, harder frost are going to be a lot closer to spring. So uh, we all need to kind of keep this in mind, keep a note of it and adjust our calendars for when we're doing so. And really, I think by learning from your mistakes or learning from what's going on around you, it's the best way we can improve and that's for our home loans and for our clients because at the end of the day whatever we're doing we want to improve at and we want to do better at no one wants to say the same forever so the third stage on this and the final stage is just start they like literally if you can just get yourself to do them two stages before plan out sit down for you know an hour and look at what you want to do this year then start putting in the preparation so that you can actually make it happen then the last thing to do is literally just putting that one foot forward and getting it done. So the last one is just start. Learning from your lawn and garden, as I've talked about here. Take what you know from last year and just start getting it put into practice. Now, you might not be able to do that now in January. It might be a renovation that you need to wait until mid to the end of April, maybe start of May. Understood. But, you know, anything else that's around that, for example, in my lawn at the moment, the one bit of landscaping I say is I want to increase the border. For anyone that's seen certain angles on the pictures on Instagram or watch any of my YouTube lawn care videos, you'll see that I've kind of got an L shape in the front garden to where the fence tapers to a point. Because of this, it gets a lot less sun in that corner and it's also a bit of a pain to turn the mower around because of how narrow it gets. With this, one thing I'm planning is possibly cutting out that whole corner and having a smaller rectangular lawn area and doing more with the borders planting a lot more nicer plants and doing a bit of landscaping so it's just better to the eye it makes more of the space this is something that i'm still planning i'm doing drawings and i'm trying to come to something that just clicks and just feels right but that's still underway this is something that i can put into practice you know anytime really as long as it's not horrific weather and i'm launching loads of kit across the lawn and completely ruining it in my case it doesn't matter because i'm killing it but for yourselves, then I can do it at any point. So that's one thing that I'm looking at with the landscaping side. Next one being is advertise now. And I keep on saying this, you know, and it sounds like I say it every couple of episodes, but if you start advertising now for your spring to come, then the information's already out there. 
like I say, between 7 and 21 times, someone needs to kind of see something to be able to then click for it to be stuck in their head so that when they want something, you know, it clicks and they come to you, you know, they're the people, you're the people that they think of. Advertising now for the work ahead is is going to be so beneficial, especially if you're just starting out this year. Don't think, oh, I'm starting in April. I may as well not do anything till then. You need to get it pushed out now and start getting it going. It also, it's going to help you advertising it now. It's going to, while it's quiet, it's going to give you time that if some do trickle through, you get to practice your engagement with them, how you offer your services and how you go down that route. And it's something that can be really beneficial if and when done right. So one thing that I do advise you do is prompt clients for the work that you already know is there on their property. So let's say Mrs. Jones has got a huge driveway that you know doesn't get maintained. You could get in touch and say, look, I know I'm not back until March, Mrs. Jones, but I did notice before I left in December that your driveway is starting to get covered in moss and it's getting very discoloured. I'm happy to swing by and give you a quote for this job. You know, you know that's there and that can already be done. So you're approaching clients. You're not cold calling because they already use you. It's kind of like a warm call about, you know, work that could be just sitting there on the plate. You know, it's money to be hard. For example, there's a client, one of mine that I see to every two weeks, and they've got roses that surround this whole border. It's maybe 50 metres or so. And these roses, they were pretty much neglected before I got there. I've been working on them the last couple of seasons. And... I managed to talk them in this year to get them reduced. Now, she really didn't want to get them cut right back hard, but it started to get a bit spindly, very congested, and I've just managed to tell her, look, it'll look a bit bare in the beginning, but trust me, come summer, it'll look a whole lot better. So that's something I could have probably done in December time if I really wanted to, but I've managed to talk them in uh, waiting until January. I'm not going back to them in March, but by me bringing in that job, I'm going to then be taking... A paycheck from them when I don't normally do so. So it's a job that I knew needed done. I talked to them before Christmas to do so, and they were happy to me go forward and do it. So I've done that this week, and you know it's something that can fill the calendar that might not necessarily have been there. But instead of me sticking an ad out over Facebook or whatever it might be, I can just revisit the clients I've already got and do jobs that might not normally have the time to do so, or it might not just be the right time in the year. So by doing this, like I say, you're creating work for yourself at basically a minimum effort. All you need to do is think back to them gardens and what you may be able to do. Same for the, all the grass sort of stuff is if you go to uh, clients that, you know, they like getting a scarify and an aeration each year, but then they lay off the treatments and then they're kind of wondering why it's not, you know, very dark green and lush, then it's something that you can advise them. Mr. Smith, I know we only normally do X, Y, and Z for your lawn, and I'm not back in March to start cutting again, but currently in stock we do have the winter feed, and it'll do X, Y, and Z, and these are the benefits. Do you want to book in an application? And you never know. You get in touch with 10 customers. You might get five of them that come back, or even more that say, yeah, go for it, because clients like these, like the grass-cutting ones, they're used to only paying, at least over here in the UK, possibly March to November if you're lucky, depending on how your client is, you know, because they're not, not haven't paid you in the last, you know, three, four months, they might be more willing to sort of pull together and go, you know what, £20 an application, go for it, whatever you may charge. So there's stuff sitting that you can just be doing, whether it's that planning, whether it's preparing and you doing some jobs around to make sure that it can work, 
or you actually putting your foot down and going, you know what, I know it's not the season, but I can still be doing all this other sort of stuff, then it can just help you. Even at your home garden, you can, you know, throw this both ways and you can do all the same sort of stuff to just have that foot forward, to be in that better spot for the year ahead, to ensure that, you know, for the time that you're putting into this, because let's face it, gardening as a whole doesn't take two seconds. It's something that needs to be built on and time put into, and you want that investment back. And that return on investment is basically happiness and seeing results within the lawn, within the garden, and within your clients as well. So it's something that you can really push for, focus on, and just not wait around for. Now, they are my three main stages of what I recommend that you could be doing at the moment now in order to start your year of 2022 correctly and in the best possible way. So I honestly hope everyone's getting on all right. I hope you had an amazing Christmas with your family. Your new year was fantastic. And, you know, with everything that's going on in the world, I hope that you're just, you know, getting by. I know a lot of people have been struck by COVID during, you know, trying to go back on the first week back at work, whether that's self-employed or even just normal. So, you know, I just hope you and your families are in the best possible place. Health-wise, you know, at the end of the day, that's what matters more than any of this, more than anything else. You know, the health of you, the family, the people that you love is the important thing. But thank you very much for tuning in again. We're going to be back now, week in, week out. I've still got loads of interviews to get underway. So this is probably going to be maybe the last one for a little while of, you know, me just talking about a subject. All the next ones I'm hoping to have um, other people on talking from a range of things from lawn care and their plans to their businesses or to gardening and maybe what they're doing within their horticultural side of life. And just, you know, bring a few different aspects of experience onto the podcast so that we can all be learning something. And at the end of the day, that's what we are for, aren't we? No one wants to just sit and listen to me all day. <laughs> you want to get someone else on and just hear different ranges of experience. So thanks for joining me in this week's episode. I've got a lot coming as well. I am going to be investing in some different things with the podcast, whether that might be more appropriate mics and different sort of a different setup or also intros and outros. So over the next sort of six weeks, you'll probably notice a bit of a difference to the layout of the podcast, but it's nothing dramatic. It's just going to be improving it so that it's better for you to sit down and listen to wherever you might be doing that, in your home, in the shower, while you're driving, while you're gardening, whatever it may be. So anyway, take care, everyone, and I'll be back again next week. Peace out.